Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, Jason, did you know that Budget Blinds of Lee Summit is the home for signature series shades? All hail those robot shade overlords. You know, if you are ready to make your home a smart home, this is the place to go. And Jason, why don't you give us a couple of reasons why this is a good idea? Well, first of all, you get like a cool app and you can like fiddle with it from your phone. But honestly, in, a, in the bigger and more important things, it, you can well, program it get better than being able to do stuff from your phone. Well, look, as, as, a, as a guy who likes tech toys, that's all I really need. But, but for like real reasons that you can sell to say the wise and the people who already would make your home a smart home if you weren't in it like my wife and other people um, that you can program your shades to go up or down to give you security uh, so that they can be down at times when you want them down and you don't have to remember that. And they can give you some additional energy efficiency by helping keep your home warm or cool, depending on what you desire. So efficiency and safety, two big reasons why you would want signature series shades. I'm going to throw in one more reasons. Go for it. OCR friends at budget blinds. When you go in there, tell our good buddy, Courtney Stoddard, tell her happy birthday. Today, actually, today we're recording, yesterday is her birthday. So happy birthday to Courtney Stoddard. Go on down and see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit right in the heart of Lee Summit in downtown. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Jason, today's episode is also brought to us by Feed Lee Summit. Feed Lee Summit is sponsored by the Sunrise Rotary Club. This is the second annual event that benefits Lee Summit Social Services, One Good Meal, Meals on Wheels, and Cold Water of Lee Summit. They've got a big, big goal this year. It is, it is very, very ambitious, but I think this community can come together and get that and help them raise and I want you to say it with me. You could even do the Dr. Evil Pinky, $100,000. And that's a big needed $100,000, folks. This goes to help those four agencies help feed people in our community who need it, who need a little help. So this year, it's a virtual event. It's going to be November seventh or November 12th at 7 p.m. Head to feedls.org to register and get all of the details and help all these, all these agencies keep our community as great as it is. Hello and welcome to this Friday conversation edition of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I'm Nick Parker and with me today is Monica. Monica is from Coldwater of Lee Summit. Welcome back. I think it's been a few years since you've been on. Yes, I think it's been a while. <laughs> well, I, we are doing uh, this as a, a series of, of interviews and conversations for an event that's coming up in a few weeks. November 12th will be the Feedly Summit event, and it is benefiting your organization, Coldwater of Lee Summit, as well as Lee Summit Social Services, One Good Meal, and Meals on Wheels. I just say it's slow, so I remember all four of them and, <laughs> and don't get them messed up. <laughs> But I thought this would be a good opportunity, Monica, to have you back on and, and really kind of maybe reintroduce the organization to people in the community that, that don't know 
what it is that that you do or that maybe just need to be reminded the the, the service that you provide and and then we started this podcast almost four years ago, really, with kind of the intention of here are things going on in our community and here's how you can get involved and how easy it is. So it's always a good reminder that, that here's another way that people could get involved in the community and help do some good. So first off, Monica, what the heck is cold water? What do you guys do? Well, Coldwater is providing food and clothing for families that are in need here in the community. And we do that through a food pantry that also includes a clothes closet and that is open two Saturdays a month and by appointment during the week. And we also provide some different programs through that food pantry. Like we'll adopt out somewhere around 600, 700 kids for Christmas this year. We also will distribute turkeys and side dishes for holidays and we do school supplies in the fall and uh, just some different programs like that throughout the year through the food pantry and clothes closet. But in addition to that, we have a No Hungry Kids program that involves back snacks for kids or food packs for the weekend that kids can take home and uh, have a little extra food over the weekend. We do that during the school year. And then on the during the summer months, we do summer lunches and barbecues for families in two of our lower income neighborhoods here in town. And um, that that's kind of our overall of all the programs that we do and just adds a few things into those programs here and there as we go. Well, how can, how can kids and, and, and families, how can they, how can they find you? How they, can they take advantage of that? Because I know that this is a big school district. Um, and how do they, how do, how are you kind of finding, are you finding those kids that need the back snacks over the weekends? Do they find you? How does that process work? If, if somebody's interested, they and they are in the Lee Summit School District, all they have to do is go to their counselors and tell their counselors that they feel like they, they have a need for the food. And then the counselors will work with them on getting them into their program. We work, it's kind of a three-way way, uh, partnership with Harvesters, provide some of them for us, and we work with the school district and then Coldwater. So we have, um, I think, seven or eight schools now. It's kind of a lot of fluctuation in the last six months to a year. <laughs> right Things now, might have been different this year. Yes. yes it's, it's been kind of crazy, especially with that program, with the kids being virtual, and then one minute they're virtual, one minute they're back in the school. So we've, we've, we've as they say, now pivoting constantly. I feel like I'm on a basketball team. But we are, we're constantly making the changes we need to make to get the kids the food that they need. And all you have to do is go to your school's counselor and talk to them about that. It, as far as our summer lunches and barbecues, you can just contact Coldwater, find out where our communities are. Um, if you have a, a need that you really feel like you're not in one of those, com those communities that we go to directly, um, I had, had somebody come this year she would just come in and pick up her lunches at our location because she, she really felt like she needed some food for her kids, but they didn't live in one of the neighborhoods. And at that point, the school district had stopped providing lunches. So she really needed some help. She was, um, she was dealing with her chemo from her cancer and just a single parent just really needed some help. So we were able to just kind of work her into our program. We, um, as far as barbecues, kind of the same deal. We, we can kind of work with people on that, but, um, I'm going to come back to the, to the, to the barbecue part. Um, but first uh -huh. I want, I want to insert here with one question and we're going to do this again at the end, but, but where, where, how can people contact you? What's that phone number? What's our website? How can they find, find Coldwater? 
Right. Our phone number is 816-786-0758. And we, our website is www.coldwater.me. And uh, if you're interested in a program, you'll find my email on there, which is director at coldwater.me. And if you're interested in volunteering for any of these programs, you can also email me, but there is a volunteer at coldwater.me email on that website. And there's also a questionnaire on there. If, if you really wanna get involved in a lot of different programs, you can fill that out. It gives us your availability, the programs you're interested in and things like that. And then our team leaders for all of our programs will get in contact with you to, to find out what you, what you can really do based on your own schedule and that type of thing. The, the, the barbecue thing is interesting to me, and that's actually where I first heard of cold water a few years ago, and I think it was really? I had met um, Terry Kerb. Right. And uh, her family has helped with those. And that, that was interesting that it was almost just kind of, hey, we see a need, and here's a place where we could, we could go to this neighborhood and we could just start cooking and feed people. And it seemed yes. like such a, you know, natural and genuine, like, idea of just, I saw a need and I filled it. Yeah, that's what's kind of unique about Coldwater is it's very, very relationship driven that our whole point is we want to build relationships with the family so that we can identify some needs that we might be able to help them with so that they don't feel that that issue of, you know, a lot of people really struggle. And right now you see it a lot because so many people for the very first time are asking for help. And there's a lot of pride. People have pride just naturally. And to have to go in and ask for help, that's a real struggle for people. And so when, we're, when we become, build, build friendships with these people, which is basically our, our, our tagline, we're building friendships and fostering hope. The whole point is, is that we can, we can help them get through whatever they're going through and make it feel like less of a, I'm giving something to you and hey, I'm just helping you out. You know, I happen to be here in your neighborhood making hamburgers and you just come on in and, and have a hamburger with us. And that's, that's really the, the atmosphere that we try to create with all of our programs that we're just here, just here to help out our fellow neighborhood people. And that's what we're doing. That, that program got really tricky this year because we couldn't go <laughs> in and do those barbecues like that. So well, that's we, what I was going to ask is, were you able to, were you able to, you know, park in a neighborhood and actually cook? Yeah. yeah. With both the summer lunches and the barbecues, we saw a 60% increase this last year in what we did over the summer for those two programs. And we, what we did was we created the sandwiches and the lunches and we created the barbecues and carry out containers. And we actually had, had gone to the, the neighborhoods, put, put little things on their doors and they could fill them out, take them to their offices at their apartment complexes. And then we had their addresses and what they wanted to receive, lunches, barbecues, or both. And we would come and we had volunteers that just delivered them right to the doorstep. And, you know, it took a few more volunteers than we normally <laughs> You know, people were looking for things to do. That was, that was the hardest part was you had people, you had people that wanted to do something but they didn't want to be in a group of people. So when we had all these delivery situations start coming up, it was perfect for people because they could take, you know, their little family and just deliver some lunches or deliver some barbecues and worked out for everybody. So the families got food and they were able to, families were able to do something. And so. you're able to safely volunteer without worrying yeah. about, about yeah. The, the distancing and, and all of that. that. Right. That's, that's interesting. I, what have you, you alluded to this just a second ago there, but what have you seen change 
as as far as need during the last six eight months of this of this pandemic time is it is it a, a an increased need for food is it an in, are there, is it other types of assistance that people need you know what what are you seeing in the community and i don't know i'm not a i'm not a data nerd so i don't know you know i don't even know what types of numbers and things you you, you look at but, but but what are you seeing um i guess during this how has it changed during these times what we see, we see a definite increase in the families who are suddenly unemployed, furloughed. You know, they're trying to figure out how, how are we going to make things work? And a lot of those families were already kind of unstable in the food area anyway, and now it's gotten worse. Or people, there are some people that just had never even been to a food pantry before, asked for help at all, and they suddenly were trying to find, where do I go? Um, I had so many questions on where are you where are you at and how do we get there and how do we do this what do we need to you know get help they they just didn't have any idea um, we saw we've seen a lot of people needing help we we do deliveries for uh, people that are homebound and we've had an increase in people that are either ill or um, just can't get out and don't want to get out these these are you know people that are um, more elderly type people that are trying to avoid uh, being in groups of people. Um, we've, we've had people, <laughs> we try to always have the people come to our food pantry, that, that's the preference, but we've, we've had people calling in and saying, hey, can so-and-so pick up for me because you know, I'm not feeling well and we're like, perfectly fine. We don't want you here if you don't feel good. <laughs> Somebody else, that's perfectly fine. So, you know, it's, it's been crazy how how many people need need food and need more food. I think that's the thing too is that there, it was hard to get food at one point, you know, because things were gone out of the store. And we've we've had a call out for toilet paper since March. Basically, if you got extra toilet paper, send it our way because we're trying to to get that out. But um, we here this was a really good indication i had to put together some numbers for a grant i was working on and it asked me an interesting question that i hadn't really looked at what was the difference in how much food was distributed from our food pantry from march 1 to july 31st in 19 versus 20 and it was a little over 23,000 pounds of food in 19 and in 20 it was over 60,000 pounds of food and that was huge. I mean, we, we usually give out about 60,000 pounds of food in a year. So that was a good indication of how much, how many more people we were seeing and how much worse the need was. Are there, are there other areas uh, that, and I don't know, you know, this may be outside of what your organization does, but are there other, other needs and other things that you're seeing where you guys are trying to, to, to offer some assistance or, or, or are you really just kind of focusing on the food? Well, we're, we're focusing more on food and clothing and we are, we had closed down our clothes closet for, at first because we weren't sure how to do that and keep everybody safe with everybody touching clothes. We figured out for both our food pantry and our clothes closet, everything is a personal shopper. So only our volunteers touch everything. And so we were able to open that clothes closet back up and in August. And so we're, to, because of space issues, we're only doing kids one month and adults one month and then going back and forth. Um, but when it comes to things like the um, rent and utilities and things like that, we haven't got into that area. But I know Matt, who's director of Lee Summit Social Services, they, 
they do a lot of that. And he and I had talked early on. We had a real concern when we were hearing that people were not paying their rent, not paying their utilities because they didn't have to. And we were kind of scared because being in this industry, you know what's going to happen because you've got people that probably some of them weren't paying it already. And so then you've just given them permission to not even try to pay it. So what's going to happen is they're going to have months and months and months and months that they've got to make up somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard for anybody to try to, to make up months and months of rents or you rent or utilities. So for these people that that was almost literally impossible. So I know Matt's told me that he's already seen more people coming in for those kinds of needs. And we said, him. <laughs> All right. Well, as as you guys as, as as you're looking ahead to to the the last stretch of uh, of this year, um, if if you if if you're we're given a platform and you are <laughs> to make a request, you know what 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 are your needs as an organization? You know, if if you can you know talk to the community here, hey, we know we're going to need some help coming up in the next in the next three months uh, of this year. You know, what are the what are those needs? How can how can people help out Coldwater? What's what are the things you need to 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 best serve the community? Food and hygiene items. I think a lot of times we think of food pantries of only providing food and and the hygiene items are even more expensive than a lot of the food items. So we're trying to provide some of those as well. So any any type of, of food item or hygiene item that they could donate. Drives are great. If you have you know, Girl Scout troop or an office setting that wants to do something. I just got a call from a church today and they want to do something for the holidays, but they can't do their traditional program that they normally do where they have people come in and they feed all these people, you know, a meal, you know, so they decided they want to provide funds or turkeys and side dishes and stuff for us um, that we can give out. So uh, right now we're doing the turkey call. So um, we, for $30, we can provide a turkey and all the side dishes for a family for, for a meal for the holidays. We do that for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. So um, any of those types of items are always helpful. Um, well, so you'll take, you'll take checks too. If you want to get, we will take checks. We always I mean, and that's a lot you can do with 30 bucks. Yeah. And, and, and we are able, we have, we are a harvesters food pantry. So when we can get the items through harvesters, we can always get them much cheaper than anybody can get them in the grocery store. So I know we've already started ordering some of those items and can get them a lot cheaper than than most people can get them in the grocery store. And sometimes it's just easier for people, especially if they're trying to not go to the grocery store anymore than they have to, or they don't want to have to try and bring them by and and have contact with people. Um, Sending a check, we, on our website, we have a PayPal button. And if you want to donate for through PayPal or through a credit card, you can, can go right there and just for your convenience, go right online. But um, we, we expect that the needs are going to increase just because so many people are unemployed. Um, unfortunately, because of the, the weather and everything here in our area, people are going to get sick. And they, when you start having a lot of medical bills in the cold months, you know, that makes it harder on families to, to meet their budget needs. And so I think we'll only see more of that. Um, it, it's going to be rough on a lot of families and a lot of people, I, I always tell, 
tell people, you know, it's, it's going deeper in our community than we've seen before. It's, you have those people that are going to struggle because they don't have jobs that really can support a family. But now you've got people who had jobs that could support families and suddenly they're without those or I know I've talked to people who their their wages were just cut. They their company they they're still employing them, but they had to cut their wages to keep the doors open. So, you know it's you know one minute it may you may be helping people, and the next minute you be, may be the one asking for help. Unfortunately, so. Um, well, how do you paint that picture? And I think what you just described is 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 really hard. And I think in our community sometimes it's even already hard to to describe the need, right? Because we're a pretty affluent community as you know when you look at it from 30,000 feet so I think sometimes I, I guess my question here is, is sometimes it's probably already hard for you to paint the picture that there's need um, I, I tell how has that changed is... now when you're just talking about you you know there's somebody who could have been one of your volunteers and all of a sudden now they're asking for help yeah and and that's very common we've had people that were needing help then they then they got on their feet and they were helping us and now they're back needing help you know it i think that's our community is very unique and people pointed this out to me when i first started working with Coldwater, that we have we have the ability to support the people who are needing help in this community and that's not always available in all communities. And so it's nice. We can basically take care of our own a lot easier than other communities can. And, and in this particular case, I think that's, that's great because people are ending up on the other side of, of it really easily right now. And um, you just can't assume you know everybody's story because there's a lot of times it's mental health issues and it's, it's, uh, bad health situation, you know, somebody in the family got cancer and suddenly, you know, the income totally changes in the family and, and you end up needing help. And we saw those things before, but now we see it even more how COVID is affecting people in so many different ways. And sometimes things you haven't even thought of, you know, when my son first found out that he, he was in high school, graduated from high school in 2020, and when he found out that he wasn't going to have to get up early in the morning and go to school, he was thrilled. But I told him at the time, I said, you know, we have not seen what this is going to do to us yet. And, you know, you think this is great, but you may not think everything's so great down the road. With <laughs> and, you know, he, he was a senior and, and he soon learned that, you know, his graduation got pushed back, at least did eventually have one, but, you know, I, I think we just we just can't assume that because that person is needing help right now that it's because they don't want to work or they don't, you know, they're not trying to to make their life better right now. There's many things happening out there, and a lot of a lot of it is COVID driven, and uh, we just have to show our compassion to people and and uh, and help them out because we never know when we might be in that situation ourselves. Well, we've talked a lot about uh, about those needs and, and what you're trying to do. So if, what does your volunteer need? If you need people, look, the, the nice thing about the last quarter of the year is people are ready to help. I mean, yes, that's right? very so true. So if you want, you know, look, you, I'm sure as these programs grow and as the, the, you know, during this time when there is the increased need, what kind of volunteer help are you looking for? Where Where can people help out? 
mostly where we're bringing in people right now is with our food pantry because we we need a lot of people to help with that on the Saturdays that we're open. We we're our volunteers come in at 9:30 and stay till 2:30 and we're open from 10:30 to 2. And we need a lot of help getting things ready for those people to come in and get food and clothing and everything. So we can always use pe people's help with that. Um, we also are needing some people to help with deliveries and, and things with our back snack program because we are delivering to any of the kids that are virtual. So we can use some help with that. And um, those are the primary needs. Our closed closet, we actually, because everybody was home cleaning out their closets, we've got quite a bit of, of clothing in in the last few months. So we are needing more help with that. We do that on Tuesdays and Friday mornings. So anybody interested in that, just uh, email me or give us a call and we will uh, have you come in on those Fridays and help out on those Friday mornings, sorting clothes and getting those on the racks for our Saturday food pantries. Well, let's do this one more time. If people want to uh, donate, they want to give money, they want to volunteer some time, they want to donate some food or clothes, or maybe they just need a little bit of help. How can people contact Coldwater? They can call us at 816-786-0758, or they can visit our website, which is www.coldwater.me. And there is a volunteer email on there for anybody interested in volunteering, or you are also welcome to email me at director at coldwater.me and we'll talk through what your availability is and uh, what you would like to do and we'll find a place for you in our organization. We, we're always looking for people, especially people that are retired and suddenly have a lot of time on their hands and, and want to do something. We, most of our leaders are, are people who have retired and, and wanted something but didn't want to work full time, but they want to <laughs> back and, and enjoy what, you know, some time giving back to the community. And so we, we love having people like that. Well, fantastic. And one more time, another way that people can help out is upcoming the virtual Feedly Summit event on November 12th. You can head over to feedls.org to register for that. That's going to be a fun, if different, kind of fundraiser. But it, but it is going to help some some good organizations just like yours, Monica at Coldwater. It's going to help you and and the other pantries here in town. Well, Monica, thanks for for coming back and helping talk Thank to you. us a little bit about Coldwater. We'll talk to you later, and we'll talk All to right. everybody next great. time.